This is Rob Carbone, and you're listening to BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. This is Rob Carbone coming at you with another episode of BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. Hope everybody is doing well. You know, pretty much the same old routine. Fucking, we're still in quarantine. Um, You know, same shit, a night-to-night basis. There's nothing, nothing new to talk about in terms of just, you know, breaking, um, making ground or gaining ground and, and getting sports back. So yeah, it, it sucks. Um, but we're, we're keeping busy here on BD4, just diving into some prospects in the NBA draft, which whenever that may be, um, you know, starting with the late first round, second round prospects. And eventually we're going to pretty soon, I would think, we're going to make our way down to the lottery, guys. Um, you know, we've been on this late first, second round portion of um, you know of our scouting report for quite a while. You know, we've dove into a bunch of prospects already. I think we're over ten, so I'm, I'm probably getting near fifteen. So you know, eventually we're going to head down to the lottery and and head up and talk about the more important, you know, closer to stardom type of prospects and. We're going to get there soon, but <laughs> Trey Jones tonight, uh, still on these late first, second round guys, and Trey Jones from Duke is who we're going to touch on tonight and break him down a little bit, talk about why he may or may not be a great fit for the Knicks, um, and yeah, so I actually spent earlier earlier today, I, I not really caught up, I, you know, I caught one more episode of, of The Last Dance, you know, I, I, I'm behind, so... I watched episode four, trying to catch up a little bit, and it's good. You know, from what I've heard, it was uh, five and six. One of one of episode five and six uh, is about you know a lot of the focus is on how the Bulls defeat the Knicks like, in the mid '90s. So that's gonna be fun for me to watch. <laughs> um, but I hear one of those episodes is also on Kobe Bryant, which you know, rest in peace. That's gonna be a very emotional one for me to look to watch and. Uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, I've got to catch up. I'm only on episode four. Just finished episode four. So, you know, Sunday, this Sunday is the final one, um, right? I think episodes nine and ten this Sunday. Or do we have eight and nine? I'm not sure. I think we're on nine and ten, though. Um, yeah, so I got to catch up, you know, regardless. And um, 
that's really all I've been doing. All I've been doing is just working on the pod and, and catching up on certain TV shows. <laughs> um, and eating, of course. But, yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing going on. You know, it, it's... Same shit. Same shit. So let's let's uh, let's head to break, and uh, when we get back, we're gonna head right into the uh, uh, Trey Jones scouting report. All right. Hey, fellas! Really quick, I just want to remind you: in order to subscribe to BD Four to subscribe to my blog, and to follow me on social media, all you have to do is go to my website. That's it. Just go to nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com forward slash connect. Once again, that is nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com forward slash connect once there guys that will display all of my information where to subscribe to the podcast how to subscribe to my blog and where to follow me on social media guys thank you so much and let's get back to the show brother in the NBA. I think his name's fucking, um, hope I'm not mispronouncing it, Tyus Jones. Um, plays for the Timberwolves, I'm pretty sure. I don't know much about him, but I do know he got drafted. Um, or was he an undrafted? I, I don't even know, but I know he's in the NBA. Um, you know, some people like to compare him to, to his brother, but yeah, I mean, I think he's, he's definitely not my favorite prospect. Um, you know, I don't think he has a lot of upside. I think it's more a decent floor, um, you know, two year starter at Duke as their point guard, six three, one hundred eighty five pounds, twenty years old, um, actually just turned twenty in January, so still very young. In this past season, he made a nice jump from his freshman season to sophomore, um, averaging sixteen points, four rebounds, six assists. Did so on an okay efficiency line of forty two percent, thirty six percent, and seventy seven percent, taking thirteen shots per game four three-point attempts per game, and five free-throw attempts. Um, rounded off, of course. Defensively, uh, collected 1.8 steals and 0.3 blocks, and did all this across 29 games uh, for 35 minutes per night. So I think, you know, he's, he might be a backup. No, he's definitely going to be a backup point guard at best. Um, I think, you know, there's a chance he's just a reserve point guard, you know, a, a low-end rotation player with a better floor than an upside, I would say. And I, you know, I think the Knicks could still use him um, likely late first, but I, I want to say he's probably going to be second round, if anything, at best late first. Um, so, you know, Trey Jones is, is, you know, he's decent, but I just, I don't know. I, nothing really screams out at me, um, but you know, the strengths here, I'm sorry. I'm tired. If I'm yawning a lot, um, this video keeps freezing. I don't know why, but, Every night we do the feed, I have to pause it and fix the uh, the video. Every night we do the podcast, 
I've got to pause it and fix the video feed. So hold on one second. I'm gonna try to figure this out. All right, so we're good. Uh, and uh, yeah, um, not much jumps out at you, but you know, I think that the main strengths here in Trey Jones' game is uh, defense and playmaking. Uh, for for his defense, he's he was known for a perimeter defending. You know, a very good defender in college. Uh, actually, won the ACC Defensive Player of the Year this past season. Um, and player of the year in the ACC as well. Um, you know, he upped his numbers pretty dramatically from his freshman to sophomore season. Um, you know, the points took a big jump, the assists per game as well, uh, the defensive rebounds per game, the free throw attempts took a big jump, three-point percentage, and the the volume of three-pointers went up as well. So that's pretty impressive that he, you know, increased the volume of threes while maintaining not even maintaining while, uh, you know, improving his efficiency from downtown as well. So I think a lot of that had to do with, you know, he kind of benefited um, being the starting point guard without R.J. Barrett, Zion Williamson, and even Cam Reddish getting the ball time. You know, he had more time to do what he wanted, more freedom out there. Um, and, you know, they were still a decent team. So he, he, he had a much better year because he was the lone guy who, you know, jumped his usage rate. Um and again, yes, a great defender. Uh, averaged 1.8 steals per game, uh, which was sixth in the ACC this past season. And overall, in 65 games at Duke, he collected 120 steals, which is, you know, good. Very good. Uh, a smart defender, guys. He's a good point-of-attack defender, you know, especially in pick-and-roll. Uh, he's an excellent defensive playmaker, you know, when, when he's on a perimeter defending uh, ball handlers in pick-and-roll. Um, you know, he'll hold pressure the ball. Gets a lot of steals, very pesty, you know, very pest-like defensively, just going to make you work. Um, does a good job fighting over, you know, and through ball screens. So he can, he can do, you know, a pretty decent job navigating around the screen um, and a good job recovering on screens too. You know, when he's screened off, he does a pretty good job recovering and getting back to his man. Um, and a good job contesting from the side and contesting from behind if he is blown by, in, you know, initially. Um <clears throat> Really tired tonight. I don't know why I'm out of breath. Um, good on rotations. He's good on closeouts. Communicates pretty well. So he's a good overall team defender. You know, he he can do all the things that you know, all the intangibles that you want um, from your from your your team point guard, your your point guard. Um, and he moves pretty well laterally. So he's got some quickness um, that benefits his defensive game when he's out on the perimeter. So. Defense and passing. Again, playmaking is is his number one uh, strength offensively. He's an accurate passer, if anything. Sometimes more on the safe side. You know, doesn't really take those those risks to make the you know the, the um, flashy pass when needed. But you know, still a very accurate passer. He'll hit his targets. He can hit the target on the move well. Pretty you know pretty good. So just good all around there. Um, a good decision maker. Just a solid floor general. You know. He can propel a struggling offense to get them going again. Um, and that's big. You know, he's got a high IQ. He's smart and unselfish. So somebody who can come off the bench, be a little bit of a spark plug. Um, you know, his, his shot selection, his passing selection, just shit like that. It's very smart, very good. He knows what he's doing. He's efficient out there with, you know, when the ball is in his hands. You know, he's very timely, knows where his teammates are. You know, on the floor, he knows where to hit his guys. He's got good chemistry with his teammates. You know, he'll find them in transition very often. Good transition passer. So, 
good playmaker, good defender, and, you know, a pretty good ball handler as well. Solid handles, nothing outstanding, but pretty crafty with it. You know, sneaky, quick off the bounce. He'll create for others by using that craft and quickness, you know, to attack gaps and kick it out to open shooters doing so like that. So he, he can, he can, you know, bring you a good penetrating drive and kick game or use screens to, to find open men as well. So that's pretty much it. You know, he, he does, you know, he was praised um, by his teammates a lot just you know, for being a good leader. He's, a, you know, guys love him in the locker room. Um, he loves his guys. You know, he's a fan favorite over at Duke, uh, especially since, of the big three left, and he was the main guy there. No, so I, listen, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of this guy. I don't know. I just feel like there's not too much. There's not too much there to like. Um, good defense, good passing, but I feel like the Knicks in this draft should focus on getting their play, uh, their you know, their point guard, playmaker of the future, which should come should come in the lotto, and then with their next two picks, you know, 27 and 38, I think. They should be focused on getting, you know, guys with upside or, or good shooters there. So I don't know. Trey Jones is, isn't that intriguing to me. Um, you know, some of the weaknesses are pretty glaring too, in my opinion. He's got just a bad blend of mediocre athleticism and size. So, you know, despite his height, weight, and length being pretty, you know, small and underwhelming, he's not athletic. You, you would expect him to be quick being that small, but he's pretty underwhelming in the athleticism category for a for a 63 you know buck 80 guard with an average wingspan um, you know poor finisher at the rim this past season he shot just 43% in the RA um, you know and that's due to that lack of size and lack of vertical pop so yeah I don't know um and of course the size is going to limit him defensively as well you know he's not going to be a very switchable defender just because of that you know that weak um frame and the last but not least uh i've got that his shootings uh, a couple things here his shooting still needs work despite the improvement he's still a bit inconsistent from the three-point line from the elbow um he's, he's still a little up and down there and the numbers despite improvement still are pretty average in terms of his shooting ability i don't think that's you know it's it's a decent release um but i'm not sure how great of a shooter he can become and then last year, his last weakness, his pick and roll play, if anything, is like most things in his game, is pretty average. Um, it's pretty, you know, it's it's nothing that'll stand out. But listen, guys, all in all, I may not be extremely high on Trey Jones, but I still think he's a good winning player that would, you know, benefit the Knicks regardless. Um, I don't think they should take him in their in their first round. Uh, in the first round, you know, I think if he falls to thirty eight. Then I'd take him there with that third, with that second round pick. But <laughs> who knows? You know, I've heard some Shane Larkin comparisons. I think that's a little too harsh. Um, I want to say he's more like, actually, ironically enough, he's more like an Alfred Payton, um, offensively with with a little bit of Patrick Beverly on defense. Um, not the mentality, but just the way he plays defense. He's a pest, and he'll go for the ball. Um, so I've heard a couple of comparisons. Um, and again, just a reserve point guard, I want to say, low-end rotation player um, who might spend some time in the G League, you know, up and down throughout his career. I don't think he's going to have a tremendous impact on the team, but I think he can bring some winning intangibles. So, you know, a short, short episode tonight, guys. I don't want to go too long. I'm very tired. Um, had a long day. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's uh, Trey Jones. And, you know, he is what he is. You know, I don't think he's...
He's probably, of all the prospects we've dove into so far, probably my least prefer, you know, least favorite, you know. But that's not to say I don't like him. I still think he'll be okay. Um, but yeah, that's that's that guy. Six three, one hundred eighty-five pounds, twenty-year-old Trey Jones from Duke. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, be sure to like us, um, subscribe to us, and uh, all that fun stuff. So. Thanks, guys, so much for stopping by on BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. Hope everybody liked it. Uh, hope everybody's enjoying their uh, <laughs> their lockdown. And if you're watching these episodes or listening to the podcast, I appreciate that. So thank you, guys. And that's going to do it for me. I'm um, your host, Rob Carbone, episode 121 of BD4.